0: You are listening to Cosmos, written by Jeff Carrera, read by the author. Chapter 4 The screen blinked to life, revealing the face of someone who was presumably Zen Ken. His skin was light olive-colored, and his eyes had a shape that seemed to show that he had some Asian heritage. He was wearing a white t-shirt, and his hair was long, black, and straight. He was sitting in a streaming chair the kind with lights along the top edge that made it look like it had been ripped off from the set of a futuristic movie from the 1950s. Hey, Leo, Zen Ken called out. Leo was the screen name I'd chosen when I set up the app, so when I entered the stream, a message appeared saying, Leo has entered the stream, and Zen Ken knew I was there. I had forgotten that my streaming name was Leo, so it took me a minute to realize that he was talking to me. Great to have you in my stream, Leo, he said after a few seconds. When I realized that he was talking to me, I texted back to him. Thanks, Zen Ken. This is my first time here in an Eternity live stream. Nice to meet you. That's great, my friend. Welcome to the app. And by the way, you can call me Zen. You found your way to one of the greatest streams on this app, if I do say so myself. Just as Zen finished that statement, a text message from a viewer called Bambi appeared. That's right. You're lucky. Zen is Dr. Free's right-hand person. You can't get closer to the source, except in the doctor's own stream. I wasn't expecting that. I used to be Dr. Free's right-hand person, but that was a long time ago. Dr. Free always needed someone to serve him 24-7. I was one of only a handful of people who knew exactly what Zen's life was like, although I wondered how the new world of streaming had changed things around for Free. When I was Free's assistant, he did radio interviews and public events, but streaming didn't exist yet. I was immediately curious about Zen and what life with Dr. Free was like now. I watched him interact with a few more viewers and I had to admit that he seemed like a pretty good guy. I could see at the top of my screen that he had over 12,000 people visit his stream today. Although the counter only tells you how many people join the stream, it doesn't tell you how many are currently still present. Regardless, 12K seemed like a lot of visitors. I guess being close to the app's creator was a good draw. Hey Leo, you still with me? Zen called out. Yes, I'm here, I texted back. I'm all about gazing, my friend. My life has been utterly transformed by gazing into eternity. Before I started gazing, I was miserable. I was overweight, unhappy, and broke. I was totally lost. I hadn't tried to take my life, but I was thinking about it a lot. Then someone gifted me with the app and 10 hours of gaze time. That changed everything. My whole life was transformed, and a new world opened for me. I saw Dr. Free on one of his streams, and I learned so much. He explained how streaming technology had come into existence because it held the power to evolve the entire human race. He had developed eternity specifically as a tool to spiritually awaken people all over the world. Just at this moment, when the world feels like it hangs on a knife's edge about to topple over into planetary destruction, boom, a technology is born with the power to awaken, connect, and galvanize the human spirit. That is not a coincidence. Technologies often appear at the exact moment that they are needed to carry humanity forward toward the next stage of our development. Think about how the invention of the printing press fueled the Age of Enlightenment. After studying with Dr. Free for a while, all I want to do is introduce people to eternity so they can experience the limitless nature of their own true self. How about you, Leo? You gaze. Only once, a long time ago, I texted back. Oh. That must have been in the 1.0 app. You should try the new version with sound. It's a completely different experience. Thanks, I will. I texted and then added, talk again soon. Then I hit the X on the top right-hand side of the screen, and the stream closed, and I returned to the menu of names. Well, this is certainly a different way to spread the Dharma. Before streaming, the app was all about people gazing into eternity. Everyone might be having profound experiences of the timeless absolute, but there was no way to connect with anyone else. But now it seemed that a whole community was forming around the app, and streaming was the communication system. My first encounter with Eternity live streaming wasn't as unpleasant as I might have thought it would be. Zen seemed like an intelligent and inspired individual, and the message of using this technology to awaken the world and usher in a new phase of human evolution was certainly exhilarating. Of course, to me, it sounded like the same message Dr. Free had been spreading for nearly three decades. He had a new technology to dress it up with, but the message was fundamentally the same. Zen Ken had been the top streamer on the trending list when I had first joined his stream, but when I looked at the trending list now, I saw a new name on top. It said, Dr. Free. Dr. Free was actually streaming. I felt a slight panic rise in me but I clicked on Free's name without thinking, and suddenly, there he was on my screen. I knew that face so well. I had lived in Dr. Free's community for 20 years. I'd been his personal assistant for nearly 12 of those. I saw him every day, often from 6 a.m. when he started his yoga practice or needed something from me before he could start, until 2 a.m. when he finished his drum practice. I had last seen him during the crazy time three years ago. Before then, I hadn't seen him for years. It was so weird to see him in front of the screen now. Of all the people from three years ago, he was the last one I expected to see again. Hi, Leo. Welcome. What can I do for you today? An electrical shock of panic ran up my spine when I heard Dr. Free address my screen name. I felt caught, and I suddenly started feeling guilty and ashamed. This was how I felt most of the time around Dr. Free when I worked for him, and now I was feeling the trauma all over again. I broke out into a sweat. Suddenly I realized with delight that Dr. Free didn't know who I was. He didn't know it was his old friend Brian who had betrayed him in a treacherous act of cowardice by leaving the community, the very same Brian who had turned on him again three years ago. I felt an exhilarating sense of power knowing I was anonymous. I knew who he was, but he didn't know Leah was me. To him, I was just another one of the 15,000 viewers that had already gathered in his live stream. I wanted to meet you because I heard you had invented this app, I texted. Well, I had some help, but yes, I'm the responsible party. At least he wasn't entirely lying about that. I've been a spiritual seeker for a long time, in the old-fashioned way and I'm worried about replacing sincere spiritual practice with an app. Are my fears unjustified? Free paused and seemed to consider my question, or perhaps he was considering whether he was going to answer it at all. You fundamentally misunderstand the nature of awakening, my friend. Dr. Free's tone was the same overly patronizing, excessively slow speech he reserved for use with those people who obviously had no idea what they were talking about And yet still might prove useful. All spiritual experiences involve brain state changes. We induce the same state changes that people have when they experience cosmic consciousness. Yes, but that's the problem. You aren't giving people an experience of cosmic consciousness. You're just inducing a brain state. Do you really think that a spiritual experience is nothing more than a brain state change? that sounds like a very materialistic view of a sacred event to me, I believe that when we have a spiritual experience, we are actually connecting with something beyond a brain state. Even in the monotone medium of texting, it must have been obvious to everyone present that I was upset. When we open to the real eternity, aren't we opening to something beyond our brains? We might be. And like you, I believe that we are but I also believe that we are connecting to something beyond ourselves when we gaze into the Eternity app. Think of it this way. A more traditional spiritual experience is like a big gust of wind blowing the doors of perception wide open. On the other side of the doors, you see a magnificent vista of a new reality. An Eternity experience is no different, except that the app opens the door for you from the inside. I know someone who got so addicted to gazing that she ruined her life. You don't see that as a problem? Of course I see a problem with that. But I've seen the same thing happen in traditional spiritual communities. In deep spiritual work there is always a danger of getting out of balance. There is always the possibility of veering off the path. There are no guarantees. Yes, but the kind of instant enlightenment that you're offering amplifies the danger. The practice and discipline required of traditional spiritual work helps to ensure that a person is ready for a profound experience when it comes. Every mystical tradition talks about the danger of prematurely awakening higher states of consciousness. Dr. Free, you used to teach this yourself. I've evolved. You're stuck in the past. The technology I created has emerged as part of the evolutionary process because humanity needs it now. We can't wait for people to purify for years before they wake up. We need to awaken now. Now it was Dr. Free's turn to be upset. What I said next, I regretted the moment after I saw the words appear on my phone screen. You didn't create this app, and you know it, I texted. Suddenly, my screen shifted, and these words appeared. The moderator has removed you from this stream. You are banned from returning to Eternity streaming for six hours. We hope you will return with a better attitude. So that was it. My first encounter with Dr. Free 2.0, the Instant Enlightenment app developer.